you see like an alien hand crawl out from the soil and all it does is give earth the finger saying go go away you woke me up <laughs> fuck you humans <laughs> <laughs> oh okay that's after one beer the 2oc the show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world orange county california and orange county florida Welcome to episode 19. This episode of the 2OC we talk about, do I still have a co-host after Hurricane Irma? Is there a new hope in the Star Wars franchise? And seriously, Elon, you aren't even trying to hide that you're a supervillain. I'm Alan Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Alright, so I do still have a co-host. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. yeah so yeah. How's, how's the hurricane? Uh, it's still pretty good, but I like to start the episode out with uh, some sparkling water from my hurricane irma stash <laughs> how many cases did you buy i don't know i i have quite a bit uh, <laughs> well it looks it doesn't it doesn't go bad right no it, it should be good for another two weeks so i'm i'm good for two weeks yeah so while you're while you're drinking that hold on the open mind oh what do you got there uh one of my stone ipas from a couple episodes ago oh from your birthday right Yep, still working on them. It was either that or a margarita, actually. You make margaritas at home? I can. Uh, so for one of my coworkers' birthdays, we made her kind of like cocktail cocktail kits. Mm-hmm. We got some ma- empty mason jars, put in like, say, you're making the rum and coke. You get like the little um, five ounce cans of coke, put mm-hmm. it inside the mason jar, and then tie like one of like those sample rum bottles to the outside mm. so she so she can just you know pour pour in the coke and then pour in the rum and stir and kind of like swirl the mason jar to make make her drink oh that's cool yeah so i i got her the margarita one but it only came in four packs so i had three left so so i've been making I've, I've been drinking the, the three left nice so you would have made some coca-cola margaritas no it would have been um just regular margarita Mm-hmm. Although I will say I use my uh, protein shake mixer to mix it. Interesting. So I just put a ton of ice, pour in the mix, put a shot of tequila in there, and then just shake it up as if it's a protein protein shake. Sounds like a good workout drink. Yeah. Probably post workout because I don't think you would be, uh, you know, all drunk and lifting weights. That wouldn't work out too well. <laughs> I've seen too many <laughs> YouTube videos. Actually, I've seen a lot of horror stories in weight weightlifting. Especially oh yeah. Minister. You can totally kill yourself. Oh no! There was a, back when I was in football. There was a video going around where a guy pretty much crapped his own intestines out. What? Yeah. <laughs> How's that even possible? You put uh, apparently the sphincter can only withstand so much pressure, and if you're like kind of putting like if you're if you're uh, pushing yourself really hard and putting a lot of pressure back there, mm-hmm. y- your intestines can start to come out. That's kind of gross. So other a little bit. Other than shitting your own intestines out. <laughs> that, that went wrong so fast. We're not even a mi- five minutes in. And... So let Sorry. me let me give you a quick update on what happened uh, here in Florida. So All Ir- right. Yeah, so Irma went cat four. 
and around like uh the Naples area because it was supposed to be in Miami, but then it shifted west. Mm-hmm. And uh, Naples is on the Tampa side, so it's on the left uh, Bay Area side. But um, it hit the Keys first at Cat 5, and then it went down to Cat 4. Even though it shifted left, Miami was suffering from floods due to the storm surges. Do you, do you mm-hmm. know what the storm surges are? No, I was, I was going to try to take a guess, but no, I'm not even going to try this one. <laughs> okay, so storm surges are pretty much the outer ring of the hurricane. So you know how like it's spinning in a circle, right? So on yeah. the outer sides of it, there's a bunch of little pockets of clouds that are raining, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a bunch of uh, winds in those different pockets. So what it's doing is it's just splashing water over Miami over and over again because the storm, the hurricane is so big that it yeah. keeps dropping water on, on the whole entire city. So you see sea level being the same level or higher than land. Um, my, my guess is that the wind speed on the outside of the hurricane is a lot faster than the one that's like cl- the clouds closer to the center. Actually, the winds in the very center yeah. are more intense, but... There's not sometimes there's no rain in the dead center. It's just winds and a little bit of uh, 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 of rain, but not so, much. So like the moisture kind of gets pushed to the outer edge. Yeah, because the winds suck up all of the uh, the water on the outside of the, the 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 hurricane, and it brings it to, into the middle. Okay, so so yeah. pressures. Yeah, so that's basically what happened, and you can see people swimming and riding their boats around jet skis mm-hmm. and it's kind of crazy because afterwards in miami you see all the sand from the beach it's now on an ocean drive so all of those clubs in the area yeah it, it, it looks like you're literally on the beach you know what i i did see some of those pictures and that's insane um mm-hmm. but that that's similar to what happened to to vegas mm-hmm. like if people just abandon vegas one day in a very, very short period of time, Vegas is going to be buried in sand. Yeah, basically. So, it, it kind of looks like... Uh, I've seen this picture on Reddit. It's kind of funny. They kind of yeah. had a they had a really funny caption on it saying, Look, Miami's got another Mario Kart track. Because <laughs> you know how Mario Kart it has sand in, like, in, in cities and stuff? So mm-hmm. they're like, oh, look, it's a new Mario Kart track on Miami. <laughs> so funny. But anyways, it's it was pretty intense because um, by the time it got to Central Florida area, it started to shift inland because mm-hmm. it was supposed to hit like uh, the, on the outer rim of Tampa. But then it started steering towards Central Florida, which is uh, you know more of the Orlando side. So, the eye didn't really get to us yet, but it was just the outer rim of the the, the hurricane, and it's still pretty bad. We got winds that lasted hours, uh, rain that lasted hours. Sometimes you would hear the winds and the rain for like probably about five ten minutes, and it stops for one minute, and it comes back again. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> did you see that picture? I think it was when it was um, either 
leaving Cuba or at Cuba, mm-hmm. where the hurricane was kind of like um, decreasing in speed. Yeah, once it hits land, it usually decreases. So, but, but the thing is, that, so that <clears throat> I think that's that Friday or the Saturday, I was seeing on the news, and they're talking about that once it starts decreasing speed, the center, the eye of the hurricane, um, it it takes a weird shape. It kind of like some of it's going really fast, some of it's starting to slow down. Mm-hmm. So they said if you're if you were in the center of the hurricane at that moment, and you know you were alive. It looked like you were in the center of a stadium, like with the seats and all that. Kind of, because once you're in the middle, there's no rain, there's no wind or anything. It's just calm because there are a lot of those videos of the news reporter being in the eye where Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, it stopped raining. And then everybody goes outside to take pictures, which is kind of stupid because you can get yourself killed once it gets back, you know. I think I think Homer did that in The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Simpson has a pretty good, you know, take on hurricanes. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I think they did their research for the show. So, yeah, but anyways, the aftermath of it is pretty insane. Um, it, everything lasted hours, and we, we had curfews that lasted 24 hours. And mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to go outside because there was a lot of looters. And Miami had a lot of looters. They try to get stuff from Foot Locker and stuff like that. Yeah. So there was a bunch of arrests and everything. But I think the day that I finally went outside after the curfew, I see a lot of trees and debris all falling over. And and, and I think probably 60% of Central Florida had power outages everywhere. So that's when I asked, was there any damage to your house? Uh, there wasn't any damage to my area because it was only a Category 2 when it mm-hmm. hit this area. And it started to die down into 1. And because I was expecting to have some type of flooding in, the, in my area where I'm living. But mm-hmm. there wasn't any floods because I think all the the land that we have in our city is a lot higher than others. Yeah, so. you guys are... Uh, you made this comparison before when, when you were telling me where where you moved to. Mm-hmm. And your area very much is like the Irvine of Orlando. Like, you're not at sea level. You're slightly elevated, but yeah. not by much. And it's funny because I was watching a... I was watching the mayor of Seminole County. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to some people, and they asked him a, a really good question. They said, so what caused uh, the flooding? And realistically, I thought that because I'm living on this side mm-hmm. <laughs> of the city, we're pushing all of the water into the drain, and it goes into the river. Oh. So, so I think you know all of the people in Sanford area, which mm-hmm. is uh, north of us, all the water is going into the lake that they have over there, the the lake river. Because they're 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 downstream of you guys. Yeah, and it's kind of funny. He's kind of saying, "Oh, you know, uh, we have this river over here, and that's where it meets the lake, and we got this other river over here, and that's where it meets this. So that's why it flooded." So he didn't say it was because of you know 
all of the other people in the it other was cities. An- it was Anton pouring out his sparkling water because he's like, I bought too much. I'm just going to pour this out. <laughs> hey, they're very expensive, but uh, they, they make a good um, uh, mineral streaming of uh, uh, natural sources of water. You're like, I just like to see the bubbles float down the river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... It- it's pretty insane. Uh, a lot of the houses and the keys are gone. Um, and it's surprising because a lot of people are like, oh, they're not letting us getting back into the keys because, you know, they left. And then when they came back, they wouldn't let them go across the bridges and everything because little did they know their houses were gone. It's pretty sad. Ooh, wait, what, what area? The keys, the Florida keys. That's where oh, it was. Uh, like the five. Yeah. Yeah. No, they did show some of the pictures, like the islands there, and dude, it's there's nothing left. It's essentially like it, it looks just like an outline of foundations, and that's it. So it's been four, four, four days, I think, since the mm-hmm. hurricane, and people still don't have power. Did you hear about the Pizza Hut manager? No. Uh, apparently, the Pizza Hut manager uh, sent out or posted up a flyer in the work workplace. I can't remember exactly what he said, but it's essentially telling the employees, we have a duty to this community. Nobody is allowed to take time off until like 24 hours before the mandatory evacuation. Is this for the central Florida area or or where at? I think it's like Orlando or like northern Florida. Oh, okay. Which isn't uh, bad because in the area, it's you don't really see anything until like five or six hours before. Yeah, but at the same time, like you can't, especially for a job where your your job is delivering pizzas. You, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that even they're like, uh, this job is not worth my life or risking like the the life of my family for not preparing. But it's interesting watching this whole thing unfold on the news because they keep focusing on areas that are flooded, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which is a little small city that we have here. I think it's Oslo something. I, it's so small. I, I don't even know that city, but it's located in the Orlando area. And all of the houses in that neighborhood is flooded. It's pretty sad to see it because it looks like Houston status, but just in a little tiny area. But that's all you see on the news, basically, though. Yeah. Well, that's. They don't talk about. Yeah, they don't talk about the the outside part of it. So when I get people talking to me about like uh you know from from california saying oh hey how's it going over there we see all the flood and stuff and i'm like yeah that's just a little small city there's pretty much okay everywhere else well that's what they're gonna focus on. they're gonna make it seem like all of florida is like that yeah <laughs> and th- that's the interesting thing about uh, the houston area too and i think mm-hmm. there's more flooding over there than here though have you heard anything about the the people that died in the retirement home Oh yeah, that's pretty sad because there's no electricity, so mm-hmm. you know. And 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 I I know that a lot of those homes actually got flooded too. No, but apparently it's under serious investigation because they don't know if like the some of the employees kind of abandoned their patients. Yeah. So like they're the that's being investigated to make sure like there was you know they they did everything in their power to well I know lost their power but everything in their Cap- that they're capable of to try to protect their their residents yeah i heard about that too um don't really know much till 
they inv- investigate more about it. Glad to know you're okay, and I know for a while you, I mean, you were, what, supposed to get a Category 3? Yeah, at one point it was a 4, and then went back down to 3, and then went back down to 2. So, it it was all over the place, but we we knew that once it hit land, it was going to slow down. So, it was just a matter of time where we were going to see if it was going to happen or not. On a lighter note, did you see that video of the reporter calling out the the looters <laughs> well not calling it not calling them out but essentially uh putting them on the spot yeah because they're not supposed to be there <laughs> they're like the only people that were allowed to be on the streets were special servicemen like firefighters medical or policemen or newscasters but it's funny because the reporter's like oh here's this these two gentlemen what are you guys doing here oh <laughs> we're we're we know there's mandatory evacuations uh but we're just out here. We're just out here watching the weather. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so t- he says evacuations. They came out here to do what? What did you guys come out here to do? What was? The, what, why? They came out here to experience the weather. We just came, came out here to experience the weather. Yeah, we heard about all the evacuation going on, but we just came out. Here. Oh my god! That's all I, uh, I like how you. I, I like how you're going word for word what he said. Because that was the funniest part. <laughs> yeah, yeah I heard there's a, a bunch of evacuations. I'll put that on our social media. I'll try to find the clip of that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so the aftermath of it is very interesting because I went to the grocery store. You can't find a lot of vegetables. There's a lot of meat in the meat section. They got some canned foods to put back onto the shelves, but there's still not that many. The interesting thing is when you go to fast food restaurants, they're all packed with people because I think some people still don't have electricity at home and plus i don't think they have a lot of vegetables and groceries at home to cook so i think they're eating out this whole entire week could be worse yeah i can see why fruits and vegetables might might be a struggle to get down there yeah i don't think a lot of i don't think a lot of companies were willing to risk their their daily delivery trucks down there yeah even chipotle doesn't have lettuce well so they compensated for giving you free avocado i mean guacamole no holy crap those are not the same i'll take that every day <laughs> yeah because they usually charge you 50 cents extra no not 50 cents it was thinking like a, an extra a dollar dollars no two dollars something like that i forgot what it was really that's insane dollar dollar fifty dollar fifty i think dollar fifty yeah because I, now i have to i think twice before i get it so anyways there was a big big announcement this week that followed up to the last week's um headline that we had your prediction no it was actually your prediction last week on the episode you're like hmm it'll be better if jj abram comes back to finish it off because he started it he should finish it well and that's the last episode's called let jj finish (laughs) (laughs) let let jj finish so that's that's very good he's back to finish the third star wars trilogy because he started it so just to get a little more intimate with jj here what is your favorite jj abrams project oh oh my god anton that's a that's that's a hard question because you have okay he he goes back he goes as far back as uh felicity oh yeah felicity days (laughs) yeah um let's see here and alias alias alias. Mm -hmm. uh cloverfield is probably the first time i got i became aware of him Mm -hmm. um lost star trek star trek 
Oh yeah, yeah Star Trek 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He rebooted the whole series. Yeah, Super 8, mm-hmm. Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, Alcatraz, which I love that show. I don't know why it got canceled. Uh, Fringe. Not, not enough viewers. Same thing with Fringe. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, Almost Human, never saw it. Revolution, uh, Believe, Dead People, Mission Impossible, Rogue Thing. Damn it. Okay, so tell me a little bit about what you like about him because it seems like a lot of his, these projects that you do like that he does always gets canceled or... You know, something always happens. And we've discussed this because I think you have the same, like, likes about JJ that I do. Mm-hmm. And that is that he knows how to build a good mystery. Yes. He is known for the mystery box style type of stories. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about them is they keep getting you to come back and keep watching. Like, you're sitting at the edge of your seat trying to figure out what's going to happen next. Well... The thing too is he he does mysteries within mysteries like some mysteries that you you didn't even think about until they unveil it and you're like oh crap how did that happen yeah here's the point that I'm trying to make he's a good guy to come into a project or start a project to say hey here's a bunch of these really good ideas that I, for example oh here's a really good idea for a show called Lost where these people just get stranded on the island and then a bunch of weird shit happens but you don't really know what happens until you, you you keep watching it but you know at the very beginning he's jj is the only one that started it he didn't yeah. finish writing it he just came up with the idea and then had a bunch of writers write it and a bunch of other people continue on the project so he never really finished it he wasn't involved on what happened in the end or well, in the saying, middle of it. That's one thing I want to ask you. At what point did JJ leave? Because the the show seemed to hit the fan or slow slow down momentum around season four, season five. Uh, it, it lost momentum because of the writer strike after the second season. So there mm-hmm. was a bu- a bunch of mishaps that happened. But JJ, I think he he was still involved with the project as uh, a producer, but he wasn't in charge of the creativity of it because uh, I forgot the two guys that were in charge of it. They were yeah. the ones that, you know, uh, pretty much took over everything and they were the brains through the whole entire thing. And I still think till today they don't even have answers for everything that they wrote. No, and that's what I was going to say, too. Is like I think part, part of the reason people say, like, oh, it didn't answer everything is probably because the people that were writing it didn't know where JG was heading with that. Yeah. and or they Or they forgot about it completely. Yeah, so if we were to compare other things, too, like Star Trek... He rebooted it. He had really good ideas, and it all seemed like it was all good. But we we don't really know where it was gonna go next. Yeah. So that damn polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, for the Star Trek, he 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 started the first one. He did the second one, and then he gave the third project to Justin Lin. And I think there's still gonna be more Star Trek movies, but mm-hmm. we don't really know where else they're gonna go next because it seems like jj just starts projects but he doesn't stay to finish it so i'm really curious to how he's gonna finish episode nine because it's the end of the trilogy i mean is he gonna set up for more stuff because another good example would be super eight such a good movie i love it mm-hmm. uh the first half i think the uh, three-fourths of the movie is really good but towards the end, it was a little weak. But, I mean, I really enjoyed it. 
even though it had a weak ending. Yeah, it had kind of an obvious ending. Yeah. So I don't know how it goes for episode nine, but also I thought about Mission Impossible, uh, mm-hmm. the one that had, I think it was the fourth one that he brought back. Ghost Protocol. Yeah, Ghost Protocol. And I, I, I thought it was, no, it wasn't Ghost Protocol. It was Mission Impossible 3. And I think it was the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman. And I thought I thought it was really good. But the ending was a little weak too because it just ended on a really flat note where he just got back with his wife again and then, you know, they're happily ever after. Um, yeah, like, I I want to see what JJ does for, by finishing up this the franchise. Um, mostly because I'm sure he put stuff in um, Force Awakens mm-hmm. that we just accepted or didn't really question that much. Yeah, and I think he, he kind of set it up for the writers to be more creative on what they want to do. <clears throat> right. But I guess I, I don't really know if they knew what they were writing or what J.J. even had in his mind at the moment. I, I bet you anything that scene where... Um, Daisy's parents leave her behind. Not Daisy. Um, Ray's parents leave her behind. That scene was put in just because he wanted to leave it open in case he wants to reveal who the parents are. Yeah. Be- it, because now because now interviews are saying that that's not important. Yeah. And it's funny. Like her, I, I don't think he even knows who Ray's parents are or anything. Because I think, yeah, you're right. I think he just left it open like that just in case if he needs to get back to it. He has that scene to kind of um, piece together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, but the, I, one thing we do have to add is now because of the the switch in, I mean, pretty, pretty much the captain at the ship, mm-hmm. captain of the ship, um, and because they're anticipating changes, Disney did change the release date of episode nine. Yeah, it's uh, going back to the original uh, date that they release that every two years. So it's going to be December 19th, I think. Is it December 19th? Like... It's going to go up against Wonder Woman 2. I don't know how yeah. you feel about that. Well, uh, I thought they were trying to move the Star Wars franchise to late spring to kind of kick off the summer. Yeah, they were supposed to do Han Solo and then a couple uh-huh. months later in May release episode 9. But because of JJ coming in to rewrite the whole script, I don't know how much of it, but I think it's going to be a, a good portion of it. So they had to push it back because... I, I, oh, it was. Okay, so so this is what happened. It was supposed to be for winter because, I mean, we even talked about before that, that Star Wars was going to own winter. Then Disney wanted to switch it to spring to release all the movies in the springtime. And also to kind of be more closely aligned to May the 4th Be With You. Yeah. And it's very interesting because, because I think Disney also did it because they want to release Frozen too. Yeah, that too. But because also they wanted to... No, because they, they want to kick off the summer. and be, But because they need more time, they decided to give the May spot to the Aladdin live action. That's good. That's a good thing. And here's here's another thing though. I think JJ asked for that extra time because a, a director coming in at last minute when they're going to mm-hmm. shoot, you know, uh, I think in December, you're going to need enough time to write the script because if you look at uh, Peter Jackson and stuff like that who did big projects, he was supposed to have mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro come in to direct uh, the project. But it seems like, you know, boom, 
um, Guillermo's off and they're scheduled to have the movie come out soon or I mean shoot soon so basically Peter Jackson had to come in and write everything and he didn't feel happy about it the story was a little weak yeah but not only finish the story but now he has to either he has to um, create a plan for the camera shots um, how he wants the scenes, yeah. and now he—it's kind of a, a secondary script, essentially, for the director, right? For um, for JJ, like the, the, uh, yeah, for camera angles, how they want the scene to look. No, I, I story storyboarding. I, no, I think the story's uh, a little weak because I think that was the reason why Colin Trevorrow um, left, or he didn't leave. They they kicked him out. <laughs> they didn't. Maybe they can decide what direction. Yeah, because I think uh, it's it's a really big threshold for him to be able to take on a project like this because there's so much on the line and he has very just, little experience not just that but with the franchise's biggest star wars that's a lot of pressure yeah. if you are the last movie in the long line of the original series trilogy yeah and so far you, we we know from speculation and from what other people are saying about kathleen kennedy is that she doesn't get along with a lot of the the, the directors uh, of Star Wars, like she had problems with JJ, um, and they 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 ha- they were clashing a couple times for Episode Seven, and also Kathleen didn't you know end well with Gareth Edwards who did uh, Rogue One, uh, because they had a couple things that they needed to reshoot, and there was a lot of reshooting that they needed to do. And I guess it was a good thing that they did that because, you know, she she knows what they need to deliver. And I think uh, Gareth Edwards just suck it up and went along with it. Same thing with, um, I guess, uh, Lord and Miller, who were almost directing the Han Solo movie. Or actually, they already shot most of it. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty much that. Yeah, so I think uh, you know th- there were some creative differences that you know Kathleen didn't like either. So I mean, she had problems with them too. But the one director that she didn't have problems with is Ryan Johnson, which is Episode Eight. So uh, I'm pretty happy that she had a good relationship with him for for this movie. So so quick quick tidbit since you brought up the Han Solo movie and it, it reminded okay. me. Did you see that uh that news that came out today? Um, with Harrison Ford being interviewed for um, uh, what's it called, Blade Runner? Oh yeah, twenty forty nine. About him and uh, Carrie. No, no, no. About about him and Carrie Fisher. Oh, about their ro- romantic uh, relationship. Sh- uh, yeah, romantic. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, he didn't know how much detail she gave, mm-hmm. and like the reporter was like trying to say like. Well, how do you feel about that? What was it like for you? And he kind of just shuts down the interview by saying, "Look, she's she recently passed away. I really don't want to talk about doing stuff like that with somebody that just passed away." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, like so freaking awkward. Like some reporters do not think before they ask questions." Yeah. All right, sorry, man. Um, so anything else about the episode nine? Wait, since you're already talking about that, uh, I got Ooh. something to add about Mark Hamill too. He said that. You know, they did have a spark a couple times, and, uh, you know, he loves hanging out with her. She was kind of like the it girl. And uh, even even if she had a relationship with um, 
Harrison Ford, she had one with pretty much almost everybody that she worked with. It's just that, but that's it, it, she just has that type of charm that brings people in. But it also, yeah, she has that, that humor too. Yeah. But it just seems to be like that's like old Hollywood. Yeah. Like the, since you weren't in the public eye as much and you had that much wealth, mm-hmm. you kind of had like an ego trip. Like same thing with uh, Betty White. Mm-hmm. Back in her day, she was uh, she got around. Yeah. She was the it girl too. But not. Yeah, but now she's seen as like America's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you hear stories, you're like, "Grandma, no." Yeah, and I, I think another one that kind of stepped into that uh, that limelight too would be Susan Sarandon. Ah, <sighs> so much, so much uh, sleeping around in Hollywood. <laughs> that's Hollywood. <laughs> All right, that's So while we're talking about movies, have you had a chance to go see the movie It? No, but uh, I got the movie pass, and I am eager to watch that movie. I heard it did really well last weekend. Okay, so now I'm thinking maybe we should wait until next week, until after you watch it. Because all I, all I want to say is, I know you said it has a lot of good reviews, it made a lot of money. I'm not a fan. <laughs> uh, okay, so I know that you had a history of people, or friends, that don't like the movie because they hate clowns. So, uh, is that the reason no, why? This, oh, <laughs> no, but I, I do have a funny story to go with that. Um, no, like, I went... It was funny because me and my brother we went out to Noble Ale Works, a uh, local brewery in Anaheim. Delicious, because um, delicious beer. Yeah, dude, Ma- man's milk. Yeah, chug a chug a pint of man's milk. Yeah, and um, it's funny because I, I I know somebody that owns part of it. What? Yeah, I, I met I met him without knowing, and he's an Asian guy. I don't know if you've seen him before, but uh, he's probably one of the investors then, right? Yeah, he's one of the investors. So, anyways. Uh, Carry away. Oh, anyways. Okay, so we went to... And bro's like, hey, I still owe you a beer for your birthday. Let's... Like, if you're free tonight, let's go. I'm like, sure, let's go. We went... We ran into my sister-in-law's co-workers. And it was just a bunch of dudes. It was probably like a group of, like, uh, like five guys and one girl. So we Five just guys kinda, and one yes. girl? Yes. So we all just, like, joined their group. And we were all just laughing and joking around, getting to know each other. And one of them, like, after, like, three beers in, somebody goes... Let's go watch a movie. Yeah, let's all go watch a movie. Bunch of drunks, drunk ideas, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, apparently, my sister-in-law's co-worker had the bright idea of... Because I, I guess... I don't smoke weed, but I guess when you smoke weed, you have a lot of like leftover residue. Not residue, but like st- small pieces you can't really use. Uh-huh. Uh, what he did... He... Ate he, it. No, no. He infused it into alcohol. Wait, did he so, cook it or he just put the buds in? Uh, kind of cooked it. Um, do you know what Everclear is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's that like like was it like a hundred ninety proof? So it's ninety five percent alcohol. Yeah. Uh, so he got that. But what he did is, what's that that process that cooking process called? Where like it's uh, it's essentially boiling something, but at a set temperature in a bag. Sauvage. Oh, sous vide. Sous vide. He did that with the weed to kind of break it up. That's interesting. I've never seen that process before with weed. Right, and then just to kind of like, just to kind of like, um, get the get the cells to break up and release the. Yeah, oh. and when you do that, it basically takes away a lot of the the minerals and everything, but it still gets you that high. But it's not like yeah, the, intense like it it should be. But the thing about it is, it kicks you all at once. Well, it's like cannabuterol. Like cannabuterol. I can't yeah. say. It. 
Uh, anyway, so once it was broken down after a couple hours, he put that into the Everclear, let the Everclear soak in the, the cannabuterol, like all that stuff from the weed, mm-hmm. and just filter it out the weed. So now all you have is this infused alcohol. Yeah, it's basically all those crystals from the, the buds. Right. So then he put this into like a kind of a little glass glass vial with an eyedropper. Mm-hmm. And it's like they, they were like putting it into their beers. It's funny because the, the, his friend walked by and was like, hey, bro, need a little hit? He's like, sure. And he goes, how many drops? Ooh, let's go five. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five. Oh, my God. And apparently that's a lot. Like he said, like, if you wanna if you want to be on a good one, just one drop. If you want to get baked, three drops. So yeah, he kind of over, overdid it with five. I, I see people at, at, like, you know, raves and everything, like ADC, yeah. doing that. And... Well, I don't it's, know what they're putting now. <laughs> no, they they just go straight up. They they rub it on their teeth and they go crazy over it. And man, some kid looks like he was overdosing because he was shaking so much. But uh, yeah, that that stuff's crazy. If you if you don't know how much you're using, it gets dangerous. Well, plus I'm sure they didn't measure out how much they put in, and there's no way for them to really test for it. Oh, Anyways, yeah. so they they were doing that. They're mix. They're drinking, doing that. So we go to the movie, one of the guys, halfway through the movie, I guess like it hit him really hard and he was kind of paranoid. The movie freaked him out so much, he just stood up and walked away. Wait, did you see it or did you see uh, Annabelle? I saw both. I saw Annabelle 2 like a couple weeks ago and I saw it. Oh. I saw saw it this weekend, this past weekend where this happened. Oh wow! <laughs> so like he he like halfway probably an That's hour. the worst movie. movie to go to when you're high because I I think it just totally kills you. It turns it into like a, a it was a pleasant experience, but now it's just the worst experience to have. Well, and it's, I I guess uh, I think he told my brother like he had he took a break earlier in the movie because he said his heart was racing like it was hit like he was getting really freaked out, but then he went he went back in. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And I guess my brother went back downstairs to get like a drink, and on, on his way back into the theater, the guy just walked out the theater, like. <laughs> I was like, everyone's like, man, I guess shit just got real for him. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, yeah, but that, that was my highlight. But the movie itself, I was not happy with. I honestly think Annabelle Two is scarier, mm-hmm. and you know how I felt about Annabelle Two. Yeah, Annabelle's. Uh... I don't. I don't know if you know, but that's not what the doll actually looks like. No, it's a right raggedy end doll. Yeah, like or like one of those like, kind of like uh soft, so, so, what you call it? cloth cloth doll. There you go. Yeah, yeah. No, they they just made that doll specifically for the movie, and they wanted something creepy. Yeah, and it does do justice. <laughs> Although I didn't like, even though I didn't like the movie overall for it, um, the guy that plays it, um. Pennywise, yeah, he did a great job. Oh like he, yeah, he, people are saying phenomenal things about him because he's not the type of guy that you would think that would play that type of role, but he does it really well with that really creepy smile. Yeah, and that's the thing. He played off uh, kind of char- charming in a way, but in a charming yet crazy in the same way. Mm-hmm. Bill Scar. Scargard? 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 It sounds like I have a talking impediment. 
I'm trying to see what else he's been in that I would recommend. Cause I honestly didn't know who he was with the clown makeup on. No, I don't, I don't think I've seen him anything. Oh, Allegiant. 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 Oh, yeah, it's that guy from Allegiant. Okay. Yeah, Ma- Matthew. Matthew mm-hmm. from Allegiant. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's probably the, the only one I would have seen him in. See, I, I think that's a good revival of the series with all of the things that people are saying because Freddy Krueger coming back, for example, didn't do too well. And I really liked the actor, too. I thought he did a really good job, which is uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I guess it didn't deliver in the story, and I guess it wasn't as popular. You know what? And I, the funny thing is, when I was watching the movie, I was like, you know what? I like the original Pennywise more. And then mm-hmm. I saw the side-by-side comparison. I'm like, man, that was some ishy makeup back then. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, like, I do like the more recent Pennywise. It was just the, the story yeah. I thought. I thought was kind of weak. I don't know. I, I think I'll talk about it more in more detail next next episode once you watch it, mm-hmm. and that w- we can give a spoiler alert. I think I appreciate these studios in Hollywood coming out with all of these horror movies, and they're spreading it throughout the whole entire year instead of just focusing on Halloween. Well, yes and no. It was scheduled to be released in September because they're trying to get a jump on the Halloween movies. Uh, the funny thing is, going in to see the movie It, I was talking to one of the guys, and we were talking about like how one of our favorite movies was um, Saw. And we're saying, like, yeah, it kind of got, like, uh, over time, it just, the franchise kind of teetered out. They they milked it way too much than it should have. Mm-hmm. And then one of the trailers. Jigsaw. Yep. I didn't know they were making another one. Why? Yeah, I think they're trying to revive the whole series again, but they're they're doing it a different take on trying to bring more of what was in the first movie instead of, you know, going overboard with all of the other things. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say with Saw, it was, well, at least the sequels to the original, it was more of um, kind of a thriller, kind of like a Final Destination, like that kind of feeling throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. that anxiety. But anyways, um, yeah, that's kind of disappointed. I was like, damn it, they brought it back after I said, I'm glad they put it to bed. <laughs> it's not over yet nope alright Anton uh, last story before we finish up and I'll do it really quick uh, did you hear what Elon plans to do with Mars he's going to take over Mars kind of yeah he's going to start his own utopia because I think at the moment people are scared of him going to Mars because they're they don't know if you the United States is going to govern mars or russia is gonna govern mars or is elon gonna govern mars and well i've said it before in elon i trust but he's gonna do it in a way that would make kim jong-un very very jealous considering all the all the stuff uh kim jong has been doing lately oh they just shot another missile like four hours ago yeah, they shot it like over Japan or something like that, which it's just dumb because they they did promise that they were gonna they're gonna um, sink the island nation to the ground after like the sanctions we place on them. Uh, okay, so, so stupid. Right. Okay, so Elon's plan is to send nukes. Well, I don't, well, he didn't say nukes. He said uh, really intense explosives. And shoot them over each of the polar caps of Mars, one in the south, one in the north, and every few minutes have them explode. So it's almost like a strobe light of explosions, but huge ones over the atmosphere of Mars. 
Is he trying to shake up the planet to see if uh, anything moves? He's trying to knock, knock on the door? Yeah. <laughs> knock, like, knock, knock. Yeah, no, so- I think that's the best way to do it because, I mean, you can't just you go on the ground and just knock the ground. You got to do something with Big Boo. No, so I, I thought it was going to go a different way, but it turns out... Okay, what happened with Mars is it's essentially a dead planet, meaning nothing's changing. It's the same thing over and over again except for the wind and some weather. Uh, so there is a lot of CO2 frozen in the soil of Mars. So what he wants to do is by doing those explosions, it's almost like it's mimicking the sun sun heat, mm-hmm. which will slowly melt that CO2 out of the soil and release it into the air. So that way we can go on that planet and breathe. Right, because that CO2 is going to go up into the atmosphere, well, create the atmosphere and make Mars more hospitable. Like, yeah. it'll, it'll be able to retain an atmosphere, and they will be able to get a good temperature, essentially. What's so evil about that? The way he's doing it. Because <laughs> the headline is, Mar- uh, Elon wants to nuke Mars. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. But I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, he, he went on to correct that statement saying, like, no, no, we don't essentially have to nuke. But he did say really massive explosions. Which, at this stage right now, the only thing we can do that has that kind of range or that kind of intensity is a nuke. <laughs> so he's like, I didn't say that, but that's what the solution would be. Yeah, but I didn't say it. Yeah, but I mean, there could be a lot of things that we don't know that could happen. Like, for example, remember in Skull Island how, I'm just, I don't know why. I think it's because <laughs> I watch too many movies. But you know how they, they, they do those big explosions and all those things come crawling out from the bottom? Yeah. Yeah, maybe that can happen on Mars. <gasps> maybe this is how the Martian Manhunter wakes up from his dormant state and comes to Earth to be a superhero. Oh, yeah. You know, that could happen anytime. That would be creepy <laughs> if, like, they start doing that and, like, you see, like, an alien hand crawl out from the soil and all it does is give Earth the finger saying, go go away, you woke me up. <laughs> Fuck you, humans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's after one beer. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, wrap it up here. All right, Anton. If listeners want to help you get to Mars one day, how can they support us? They can support us by buying us more beer or just donating money. By clicking on Buy Us a Beer button on our website at www.the2oc.com. And also we have some swag on the website like stickers and t-shirts. Help us out that way. And if you do like some of the stuff that we talk about on the show that is available for purchase online at Amazon.com, you can click on any of the show notes and link straight to Amazon to buy any of the stuff that is on the show or anything at all and they give us a little kickback and if you want to reach out to us say you know follow us see what's coming up in the next episode what you might have missed you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at the two oc for each one if you want to drop us a line maybe you know a little bit more detail tell us what you thought about the movie it you can send that over to mail at the two oc.com and something i haven't been promoting but i think i should mention if you go to our Instagram, at the very top, you'll have a call now button. You can call that button. It'll send, us, it'll send you directly to our voicemail, so you can send us a little message. I'm going to spam that today. I did th- I did put a disclosure, and I'll say the disclosure right now. Anything you say can and may be used on the show. Send nudes? 
I, how could news work on an audio podcast? I don't know. It could be explained in any ways, like audiobooks. And then Anton quickly disrobed. He tossed the shirt <laughs> on the ground as to say, F this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Audible. All right. Is that it? To cover everything? Yep, that's it. I think we covered everything. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Have a good night. Later. tell when the beer hit me (laughs) and i was wondering like why did it hit me so hard like i have not been drinking water